I have a text line where I send out a free daily motivation text to everyone in my community every morning. If you want to get that text, text me at this number right now, 305-384-6894, 305-384-6894, straight to your phone, free, everyday, daily motivation. Send me a text right now. Do not take anybody's word for anything. Stayallday.com. Stay exceptional. Work on your game. I like the approach. Work on your fucking game. Everybody has relates to what Dre's saying in a different way. Work on your game. I like the way he thinks. Work on your fucking game. I like the frameworks that he's put together. Work on your game. And I would highly recommend it to anybody that's trying to work on their game. Work on your fucking game. I think it's a good approach. It's a different approach, too. Hey, you, work on your game. Gave me something really good. Work on your game. DreAllDay.com. And his philosophy makes a lot of sense. Not only work on your game, perfect your craft. Work on your game. He knows how to communicate in such a fabulous way. I can't say it enough. Work on your game. For all listeners of the show, I got to make sure you understand what the next step is and what the next level is in working with me in this Work On Your Game universe that I've built. This podcast is not the last step. This is only the first step. The next step for you is to join me in my Bulletproof Mastermind and in my third day mastermind at WorkOnYourGameUniversity.com. Let me tell you specifically what we work on, and those are both my group and my individual masterminds. First of all, we got to work on mindset. The biggest challenge that many people have, many of you who are listening right now, that is holding you back from the success and the outcomes that you want is not your tactics, is not the strategies you're using, is not a certain app or a certain process or any of that stuff that you think is the problem. The biggest challenge is your mindset because your mindset is what keeps you from seeing what you need to see and thusly doing what you need to do. And that's why you're not being who you need to be. So the biggest thing we work on in all of my mastermind programs, whether you're working in my group mastermind or my one-on-one is we got to work on your mindset and your mentality and your approach. Once we get that down as the foundation on top of that, then we're going to build the strategies. Strategies are what exactly do I do? How exactly do I do it? Then there's the accountability, not only the accountability for you and making sure you're getting things done, but also the accountability of the process, making sure that the process is an accurate formula that is actually getting you to the outcomes that you want so that we can measure the results and how far you're getting or how far away you are. Then there's the execution and making sure that you're doing the same things the same way every time, following the disciplines and following the processes. You can join my masterminds and start working with me directly. This is the very next step. If you're listening to this show and you're ready to go to the next level, the next step is to go to workonyourgameuniversity.com. You can join my group, Bulletproof Mastermind, or you can sign up for a call by clicking the link that says one-on-one coaching and sign up for a call with me. And we can talk about working one-on-one in my third day mastermind. That again is at workonyourgameuniversity.com to work with me directly. That is the next step here. Mindset, strategy, accountability, execution, WorkOnYourGameUniversity.com. My next Work On Your Game live event will be taking place May 5th and 6th, 2022. And this is going to be a virtual event, Thursday and Friday, full day events. And this is specifically for the thought leaders, personal brand builders, and entrepreneurs who want to build your brand, build your business, and you want to finally go full time in your business to where you're at least making enough money to cover your expenses and pay your bills so that you can quit your job and do your thing, your entrepreneurial thing full time. So this is specifically for those of you who are writing books, selling coaching, 
selling any type of training, you're selling courses, you're doing workshops, you're doing speaking gigs, live seminars, podcasting, and you want to start making a full-time income from that thing so you can stop doing all the other things and just do your thing full-time and you know the clock is ticking on you, this next Work On Your Game Live is the event for you. So I want you to go to workonyourgame.live. Notice that link, workonyourgame.live. And there you can see the details. This is going to be a two-day event. We're on day one. We're going to cover mindset and strategy. As you all know, the foundation of everything I do, we got to start with the mindset and the strategy so that you know you're working off of accurate formulas that actually work. What are you doing in entrepreneurship? What business are you actually in? What are your frameworks in place? Who are you trying to sell to? Who is your target client? What exactly are you giving them? We're going to cover all of that on day one in addition to more things. And on day two is application and execution. We're going to talk about putting together your offers. When you're putting yourself out there to the world, how do you put it out in such a way that gets people actually excited about buying what you're selling? How being prolific and putting your name and your brand and your mind and your ideas out there to the world is one of the biggest things you can do to make sure you're consistently generating new leads. In other words, new people who are knowing about what you're offering and excited about getting it. How to name your price. Any of you who's having challenges with pricing and money and getting money out of people. I know exactly why you're having those challenges and we will solve them on day two of working your game live. We're going to talk about the human capital you have in place, meaning the tools and skills, the intangibles that you have in place, what you need to develop and what you need to go get from someone else. We're going to talk codifying your knowledge. How do you take the knowledge that is in your head, get it on paper, so to speak, so that you can actually transfer it and sell it to other people in a systemic way. And we're going to talk about how you're making money because money is one of the biggest challenges for entrepreneurs here. And that's really one of the main outcomes that we want to get here is that you're making the kind of money that you want to make. You no longer have challenges with selling your products and you're no longer holding yourself back with your own negative money mindsets. All of that's going to be covered on day two with application and execution. So what I want you to do right now is go to workonyourgame.live. That's workonyourgame.live, L-I-V-E. Get your ticket for this two-day virtual event. That's a Thursday and a Friday. If you can't make it either day, we will have a replay available for everyone who has a ticket. That is going to be May 5th and 6th. I'm covering two full days, mindset and strategy on day one, application and execution on day two. This is specifically for the thought leaders, the brand builders, the coaches, the speakers, the book writers, the seminar deliverers, the speakers, all of you out there who want to make a full-time living from your intellectual property. That is the knowledge that is in your head. You want to turn into products and services that people can pay you for, and you want to do it full-time, but you're not quite there yet. I'm going to help you get there. I know the formulas. I know the systems. I have the process. You join me at workonyourgame.live. I will see you in May, and let's get to getting this money. Workonyourgame.live. You are now tuned into the show where you learn the discipline to show up day after day to do the work, the confidence to put yourself out there boldly and authentically in the mental toughness to continue showing up, doing the work, putting yourself out there, even when the success you've expected to achieve has yet to be achieved. And on top of all this, you get a huge dose of personal initiative. That is the go-getter energy that moves any one of us, including yourself, to go and make things happen instead of waiting for things to happen. And then we put all this together into a series of frameworks, approaches, insights, strategies, and techniques all underneath the umbrella of one unifying philosophy that is called work on your game. My name is Dre Baldwin, also known as Dre All Day, and welcome to the show. And today, ladies and gentlemen, we got to go in and we got to talk specifically. This is a current event issue that we're going to talk about. We are going to address the Florida bill that has been pejoratively titled the Don't Say Gay Bill. Now, before I get into why we're even talking about this, first of all, let me tell you, I have a daily motivation text that I send out for free every single day to everyone who's in my texting community. To get that text, all you got to do is text me at my number, which is 305-384-6894. 
every day when I send out that daily motivation text, you will be a recipient guaranteed to keep you focused, sharp and on point throughout your days every single day guaranteed. Now, again, at number 305-384-6894. Now, addressing the don't say gay bill. Let me tell you why we're talking about this, first of all, because this bill, for those of you who are not familiar, this is a bill that was put out. Its official name is HB 1577. State of Florida is just the state of Florida. It's not a national bill, state of Florida bill. And it was signed into law recently by Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, who is a Republican, and that matters. I'll tell you why in a minute. And what has been put out there, this bill is specifically for schools. And the bill has been, the media would have you think, if you've heard of it, the media will have you think that this bill was designed to block schools from talking about anything related to the LGBTQ world completely in schools at all, because the media will have you believe, and Ron DeSantis' political enemies, who are the Democrats, will have you believe that Ron DeSantis and all Republicans don't want anything to do with anything that has to do with the LGBTQ world. So they're trying to block schools from being able to teach this to kids so that kids can't know about the LGBTQ world. Basically, they're trying to block the world out from even existing. That's what they want you to believe. I'm discussing this because this is part of, like we talked about a couple of days ago, the relentless attack on truth. We're going to talk about what this bill is in truth. And I'm going to tell you where you can go look at it yourself so that you know that I'm not giving you my opinions. I'm giving you what is actually true and what is actually on paper and in black and white. And hopefully this opens some of you all's eyes as to what's really going on out here. Even if you are not a kid, even if you don't live in the state of Florida, even if you have no political affiliation, even if you don't have kids, you still need to understand this because this is an example of how it's happening. I'm discussing this because I live in the state of Florida, so I know about this. Even though I do not have kids, let alone do I have kids at school, this has been a hot button topic. And though I have very little connection to the LGBT world, it's interesting to me how or why so many people are celebrating anybody who either is announcing that they're gay or gay or trans LGBT. They're announcing they're one of these things or they want to celebrate one of these things. And every ESPN, the Oscars, all kinds of companies, Disney, all these companies are coming out and they're making big announcements about how they are supporting and they're all for and they are on the same side as anyone or anything that is LGBTQ adjacent. Why is this being celebrated as if it's a trend these days? That's what I'm trying to figure out. I'm trying to figure out when did it become a trend? Because from what I understand, and if we have any LGBTQ people who are in this audience, and I'm sure just by a lot of probability, it had to be a few of you who listen to the show. If any of you are, I, can somebody clarify for me? Is LGBTQ something that you are born as, or is it something that you choose to become, or is it fluid in such a way that it could be either one? You can just decide that you are any given day or were you always that way? You just had to figure out that you were. How does that work? Is somebody who's LGBT, and I'm not, I'm not saying this in a, I'm not trying to be funny either. I'm not being facetious. I really want to know. Somebody who is LGBTQ, please hit me up and let me know. But it's interesting to me how people are celebrating this and so many people are jumping on it as if it's a trend. And I also wondered why when I first heard about this bill, first thing I thought to myself was, wait, Ron DeSantis is about to sign a bill that is basically banning schools from talking about LGBTQ. Why would Governor DeSantis want to block people from talking about anything that involves LGBT? Why would he do that? Then I was on social media and I saw this clip where uh, Governor DeSantis was doing some type of media appearance. And one of the journalists, quote unquote journalists, I'm using the term, I'm being very generous and calling this guy journalist. He started challenging Governor DeSantis saying, why would you be willing to sign this don't say gay bill? 
And Ron DeSantis pushed back on this uh, journalist and said, well, first of all, sir, did you read the bill? And he asked him a couple of times because the guy wasn't answering the question. Did you read the bill? And Ron DeSantis said, all right, clearly you did not read the bill. First of all, there's nothing in there that says you can't say gay. And do you even know what the bill was about? And he's basically challenging him. He's pushing him back. And when he said to the media guy, he said it to him a couple of times, did you read the bill? And I caught myself there at the same time I heard Governor DeSantis saying that. I caught myself and thought to myself, wait a minute, let me not get an idea in my head about what this bill is about because I didn't read it. So when he was talking to that media guy, I was like, damn, you know what? I didn't read it myself. So you know what? Let me go get informed so I know what's actually going on. Because I've told you all, you got to do your own research these days. You cannot trust the media. You cannot trust journalists. You cannot trust any form of media, social media, traditional media, any of that. You got to get your own information these days. Why? Because journalism is dying because journalists are no longer doing their jobs. And now we got to do their job for them and inform ourselves. So I went and looked up the bill. And Ron DeSantis said in this clip, which actually helped push me to go look up the bill, the bill's only seven pages long. Yes, seven pages. So I went and read the bill. So you don't have to. But even though I just said that, you should read the bill because what did I just tell you? All right, don't trust anything anybody tells you. Don't trust what I tell you. If I tell you something is factually true, don't believe me. Go look it up yourself and make sure that I'm telling you the truth because I could be lying to you too. Even though I'm not lying to you, I could be. I want to train you to do your own research and get your own information so that you do not become a sheep and just take what somebody else tells you and just believe it just because they said it. I don't care who it is. So let's get into this. Point number one. Today's topic, once again, is we are addressing the don't say gay bill in the state of Florida. So as I told you, the bill is officially called HB 1557. So go look this up. Look it up on your favorite search engine. HB 1557. That's the name of the bill. And type in the word Florida. HB 1557 Florida. And read the bill yourself. Is on the Florida government website. Any bill that gets signed into law or is even up for possibility of being signed into law, all of this stuff must be published by the state on their government websites. Every state, every bill that gets passed, everything is on the books. So you can look all of this stuff up. All right. Any of you knows anybody who's ever been incarcerated or they needed to argue their own case or they were trying to get their cases overturned or they were trying to come down on appeal for any conviction that they got? All right. They know about this stuff, but law libraries and all of that stuff. All the laws of the land, whether in your state, in your local municipality or federal government, all of this stuff is documented. It is on paper and you can look up any of this stuff. None of it is hidden. You can find all of it. The only thing you need is a desire to look for it and the patience to sit down and read it. So this bill is on the Florida website. I want everybody to read this because all of you have heard about this. If you haven't heard about it, just Google the phrase don't say gay in the state of Florida. See what how they're talking about it. Then I want you to read the bill and I want you to juxtapose what you're hearing versus what you read and understand why this attack on truth is so pernicious and what's going on right now. And again, I'm just using this bill as an example. It's not really about the bill itself. We're just using this as an example so you understand the bullshit that is being pushed on y'all and why you need to trust the media even less than maybe you already do. You don't need to be a lawyer to comprehend this bill either. It is not written in legalese. It is written in pretty straightforward language that anyone can understand. The essence of this bill. This is my perception of it. The essence of the bill, and we're going to go into detail about this, is number one, the bill is not about gayness or LGBT at all. That's not even what the bill is about. If you read it, and you should, I'm going to say that like 20 times today, by the way. Go read the bill. I'm going to say that 20 times, just so y'all know. When you read the bill, you will notice that the bill is actually about the reinforcement of the rights of parents to make decisions about what's being taught to their kids. That is what the bill is actually about. How do we make sure that parents have the right to know what is going on in the schools with their own kids? 
Number two, that's the number one thing I got from the bill. Number two thing is about parents being able to make the decision about any health care that is being administered to their kids, which I think is a pretty damn good idea. And number three, parents being fully informed about all of the above if and when it happens. That is what the bill is about to me. Now, my question to you is, who's against this? Any of you who are, I know there are parents who listen to this. What parent who's listening to this right now will be against any one of these three things? Reinforcing your right to make decisions about your kids, about what's being taught to your kids, you knowing about any health care being administered to your kids and being fully informed if and when any of these things occur. What parent wants to know less about what's going on with their kids in a school that you, through your tax dollars, are paying for? This is what the quote unquote, don't say gay bill, HB 1557. That is what the bill is about. Read it yourself and you can see. And if I got it wrong, how many times I got to tell you, text me and you let me know. The very first sentence of the bill, I'm going to read it. All right, this is a quote, quote, an act relating to parental rights and education requiring district school boards to adopt procedures that comport with certain provisions of, for, of law for notifying a student's parent of specified information, close quote. This is the essence of Bill 15. 57. It is all about parental rights and education and telling the schools you must notify a student's parent of certain information if and when it occurs with their child. They need to know everything that's going on in that school and you cannot hide it from the parents. That is the essence of HB 1557. Here's another quote. I'm quoting again. The procedures must reinforce the fundamental right of parents to make decisions regarding the upbringing and control of their children by requiring school district personnel to encourage a student to discuss issues relating to his or her well-being with his or her parent or to facilitate discussion of the issue with the parent. The procedures may not prohibit parents from accessing any of their students' education and health records created, maintained, or used by the school district. Close quote. So if I was to put that into my own words, another quote, this is from the very beginning of the bill. It is all about reinforcing the parent's right to make decisions about how their children are being raised, which includes what is going on in a school. And it also requires the school to inform the parent of anything the school does with their child relating to that child's well-being. And it must be openly discussed. And the school may not prohibit a parent from accessing any information that the student and the school are accessing or exchanging with each other. In other words, everything that happens to your kid in school, your mom and your dad have a right to know about it. That is the essence of the bill. And it is right here in plain English. This, I'm reading straight from the bill, folks. And go read this yourself. If I got anything wrong, of course, you can let me know. So all the parents who are listening to this. This bill is reinforcing your rights to know what's happening with your kid at school. Who's against this? I don't care what your political affiliation is, who you voted for in whatever election. What parent is against this? If there is a parent against this, what I've read so far, please get in touch with me and I want to know why. Let me read another quote. Quote, a school district may not adopt procedures or student support forms that prohibit school district personnel from notifying a parent about his or her student's mental, emotional, or physical health or well-being or a change in related services or monitoring or that encourage or have the effect of encouraging a student to withhold from a parent such information. School district personnel may not discourage or prohibit parental notification of and involvement in critical decisions affecting a student's mental, emotional, or physical health or well-being. Close quote. This is from the very beginning of the bill. Let me put that in my own words as well. 
they are saying that the school cannot create any type of organization or ecosystem that makes the school members or workers of a school not tell the parent what is going on, especially when it comes to their mental health of the kid, the mental health, the emotional health, or the physical health of a student. Anything that's going on with that student, if they tell a teacher, the teacher has to tell the parent. You cannot block the parent from knowing what is going on. Teachers can't know more about what's going on than the parents can know about what's going on. And the school district is not allowed to encourage a student to withhold information from their parents. It says it right here in plain English, folks. And the school district personnel cannot prohibit a parent from knowing what's going on. Even if a teacher wants to block the parent from knowing what's going on, they're not allowed to. It is illegal, basically. They're, this is being signed into law. So it is illegal for a school or a, someone who works at a school to block a parent from knowing what's going on with their kid. No teacher can know more about what's going on with my kid than I can if I'm a parent. That is what this is saying here. There's another quote from the very beginning of the bill. Again, my question, we're still on point number one. What parent is against this? Now, I know some of you who have been indoctrinated and you have not yet learned skills of critical thinking and you could be 50 years old, and not be a critical thinker. You might have automatically decided you're against whatever's in this bill because you heard who supported it. And that belies your lack of critical thinking. Again, I want you to tell me in a logical way that you can defend. Why would you be against this regardless of who supported it? And also, if I told you that this was supported by, let's flip the script around. Let's say Barack Obama wanted to sign this bill into law. Would you be against it then? If your answer is yes, if your answer changes based on who supported it, that should tell you about your lack of ability to think critically. And that should be an emergency to you. Let's move on to point number two. Today's topic, once again, is we are discussing the don't say gay bill from the state of Florida, the alleged don't say gay bill. The word gay is never mentioned in this bill. So they're calling it the don't say gay bill when it doesn't even mention anything about gay. As a matter of fact, the only mention of sex at all in the entire bill, again, it's only seven pages. Go read it. It's called HB 1557. The only mention of sex at all in this bill, I'm going to quote where it is mentioned. Here it is. Quote, classroom instruction by school personnel or third parties on sexual orientation or gender identity may not occur in kindergarten through third grade or in a manner that is not age appropriate or developmentally appropriate for students in accordance with state standards. Close quote. This is the only time the word sex is ever mentioned in this entire bill is when it says you cannot give any type of instruction on sexual orientation or gender identity for kids who are in kindergarten through grade three. So in other words, kindergarten through grade three is up to eight years old. So if my kid is six years old. I don't want the teachers or anybody who is a guest of the school teaching my kid about gender orientation or gender identity. In other words, I don't want them teaching my kids about being gay or bisexual or transsexual when they're six years old. That is what the bill says. That is the entire encompassment of the don't say gay in this bill. That right there that I just read to you. And again, go read this yourself and verify everything that I'm telling you. This is the phrase, this wording that I just gave you is where the opponents of the bill came up with the don't say gay pejorative, which is catchy, is very catchy phrase, but it's false and is also misleading because the word gay is not in here. It doesn't say you can't teach gay. It says don't teach any sexual orientation or gender identity stuff to a third grader or anyone younger than third grade. This whole charade is meant to be used against DeSantis. And we know why, because Ron DeSantis, for those who don't know, he's a strong, at least as of today, he's a strong 2024 presidential candidate. 
He's also a Republican. And the Democratic Party has attempted to draw this line that Republicans hate black people and they hate everyone who's LGBTQ. So in other words, what they're really trying to do is get all black people and all LGBTQ people to vote Democrat so that they can stay in power. They don't really give a damn about the groups themselves. They're just trying to keep their positions. The problem is with this, more and more people are seeing through the bullshit. That's the problem with their gambit, what they're trying right here. And if you don't see through it, again, that's why I'm bringing it to your attention. You go read it yourself. The wording is very clear. I'm reading, I'm quoting you straight from the bill. They're doing their best to try to smear DeSantis way ahead of time. I'm recording this in 2022. They're trying to smear him way ahead of time so that they have something to use against him if and when he decides to run for president. Because if DeSantis decides to run for president, or even if he's a vice president, or he goes for any type of federal seat, because right now he's a governor of a state. But if he goes for anything federal, they're going to use this whole don't say gay thing against him, even though I'm telling you right now that everything they're trying to use against him is bullshit. I'm pointing it out. That's all this is. This is all just a big game for them. This is all just a big chess match for them. It has nothing to do with the students, has nothing to do with the LGBTQ community or anything. This is all them just trying to keep their jobs because you, know, you make money when you have a job in the government. That's not how it was created to be, but that's the way that it is. They're just trying to keep their positions and not get voted out. So they're using anything that they can to go against this guy so they can keep their jobs and keep making their money. It is not about you. It is about them. So all that being said, there is nothing that is anti-gay in this bill. Again, I just read it to you, but I want you to go read it for yourself so that you got your own information. I'm trying to train you to get your own information. Point number three, today's topic, once again, we are discussing the Florida, quote unquote, don't say gay bill when that's not even what it's about. But here's the big problem with all of this. Everything that we talked about so far today, because I'm not a politician, I don't really follow politics that closely. I mean, I'm talking about this, but I wouldn't even consider this to really be political. These days, critical thinking is at an all-time low, while the demand for critical thinking is at an all-time high. That's the biggest problem that we have. This has nothing to do with LGBTQ, schools, kids, gay, Florida, Democrat, Republican, none of that. It's about the lack of critical thinking going on, because people will just tell you what to think about something and what to believe. And people just accept it without even going and getting their own information because people don't think critically. That's the very point. So somebody will hear something or they hear an opinion about something that was taken completely out of context. And without going and getting their own information, they draw a conclusion that becomes an opinion that then becomes a belief that then they're willing to argue for and defend when they don't even have any information of their own. That's what that's really the biggest outcome of a lack of critical thinking is what I just said. Let me say it again. This is what happens. Somebody hears something, they hear something on social media or on the news, they hear somebody's opinion about something that's taken completely out of context, then without going getting their own information, they accept what they heard without asking themselves, does this make sense? Did that really happen? They draw a conclusion based on what they heard, even though they might be getting faulty information. That conclusion becomes an opinion. That opinion hardens into a belief. And then that belief, they are willing to defend even though they have no information upon which they are basing that belief. This is what happens when you don't think critically. You end up living your life, you're 48 years old with a whole bunch of beliefs that are based on bullshit and you don't even know that they're based on bullshit because you never questioned the information when you first, you never questioned the original source of your information and because you've been too lazy to go get your own information. And I understand this. We all were indoctrinated to be lazy and getting our own information because we could just turn on the TV and they would tell us what to think. But that, those, that time's over, folks. So this is let this be your alarm clock. That time is over. Now you got to go get your own information. It's a sad state of affairs, unfortunately. And this is one of the main reasons why we have so much back and forth chaos over topics like this these days. And it's not because of this bill, HB 1557. Again, this is only a seven page document that's pretty straightforward. 
The reason we have this chaos is because so many uninformed people have decided that they are qualified to offer an opinion on something when they haven't even done 2% of the very easy work that is just going and getting the right information, making sure you know what you're talking about. So let me give a call to action to everyone who's listening to this right now. Do not take anybody's word for anything. I tell y'all this all the time. When I'm giving you stats and I'm giving you data and I'm telling you stuff that I know to be true, I always tell you, I give you the disclaimer. Don't just take my word for it. Go look it up yourself and make sure you are informed. All right, don't take Dre's word. I will tell you what the information is. Then I want you to go get it. Now that I've made you aware of it, go get the information so that you're informed. So when you have a conversation about this stuff, you are talking from a basis of having information, not from what somebody told you to believe. Uh, that's what sheep do. Sheep let people tell them what to think, and then they go argue about what somebody told them. A well-informed person, a critical thinker, a high-level individual goes and gets their own information, and they form their own opinions based on their own information, not on what somebody told them, even if it's somebody you like. So my call to action is don't take anybody's word for anything. Sad truth is we all have to do more work these days to be informed than what we had to do 10 years ago or even 20 years ago. We cannot depend on journalists or the media to tell us what's going on. We got to get our own info. We got to find our own stuff, formulate our own opinions. The challenge is a lot of media is trying to, at the same time that I'm telling you to go get your own information, the media is working as hard as they can to tell you to not go get your own information. So this is the information war that I was talking about a couple of days ago, that they want you to just trust what they say instead of going and getting it yourself. Because if you go get it yourself, then you're going to realize how much bullshit you've been taught. That's why they don't want you to go get it, because they know exactly what they're doing. So they want to tell you what the information is and then tell you what your opinion should be, even when the opinion they're supplying is based on inaccurate information. And they know that it's based on inaccurate information, but they are banking on the fact that you're too lazy to find out. They're banking on the fact that you're too lazy to find out that they've been telling you some bullshit. And they're also banking on the fact that you will be socially afraid of going against the grain of what you've been believing your entire life. That's what they're banking on. And for the most part, they've been right. Let's keep it real. For the most part, they are correct in that most people are afraid of changing their beliefs about anything because those beliefs will cause you to possibly be socially ostracized because you offer a belief that goes against the grain of what everybody in your current environment is thinking. This is how a man decides that he's a woman at when he's 21 years old, gets on a women's swim team, wins a bunch of medals, and all the girls are scared and nobody says anything. He goes and wins a bunch of medals and everybody got to act like it's okay. Not because people think it's okay. Is because people have been so indoctrinated and bullied and not saying anything that they don't know what to do. So they end up doing nothing. This is what happens, folks. And again, this is just the start of it. Y'all thought that was a big deal? Y'all ain't seen anything yet. If we allow this to keep going, if people continue to not be critical thinkers and not do their own work and not get their own information, that was nothing compared to where we're headed over the next five years. So you got to open your eyes on this topic and open your eyes to a bunch of other things that you've been told and that you've accepted as truth and then go back and double check on those things and find out where you've been told some bullshit because I guarantee you it's more than just this. All that said, let's recap today's class, which is we are dissecting the don't say gay bill from the state of Florida. This caught my attention because I heard, first of all, when I heard about the bill, I wondered why Governor DeSantis would want to sign a bill that stops people from talking about LGBT. Maybe he's not a supporter of them, but why would he want to block it from happening in schools? And why would other no lawmakers in the state, because he can't just do it on his own, why would they be okay with this? And then when I heard him say to a media guy, hey, did you read the bill? It's only seven pages. Go read it. I thought to myself, you know what? Let me go read it. So I know what I'm talking about. And when I read it and I compared that to what I was hearing in the media, I thought, okay, see, this is the more of the bullshit that they're giving you. So all of you go look this up. Again, it's called HB 1557, State of Florida. Look it up. Read it yourself. It's only seven pages and it's very straightforward. It is all about reinforcing the rights of parents 
to make decisions, to know about what's going on with their kids and be fully informed of everything that's happening in schools and blocking the schools from blocking the parents from knowing what is going on. If there's any parent who's listening to this who wants the school to block you from knowing what's going on with your student, please, your child rather, please let me know who you are and why you would want the school to be able to block you from being informed about what's happening with your own child. I don't think any of you fits that description, but if there is, you let me know. Number two, the word gay is never mentioned in this bill. As a matter of fact, the only mention is when they say classroom instruction on sexual orientation and gender identity may not occur in kindergarten through grade three. That's what it says in the bill. That is the full extent of where don't say gay came from. They're only doing this because Democratic Party is trying to get all the gay people and all the blacks on their side and against the Republicans because they have been pushing this narrative for decades that Republicans are against people of color and they're against minorities and they're against immigrants and they're against LGBTQ when any of you goes and looks at the actual facts of what they're doing and the stories that they're telling you and you'll realize that they're lying to you, that should cause you to start thinking a little bit differently. I'm not saying you're going to do anything different, but maybe you'll start thinking different, which might lead to you doing something different. Number three, here's the big problem with all of this, because I'm not a politician. I don't really follow politics. I don't even consider this really a political thing, is that critical thinking is at an all-time low, while the demand for critical thinking is at an all-time high. Your job these days is to get your own information. That is my call to action. Do not take anybody's word for anything. I don't care who they are. I don't care how long you've known them. I don't care how much you like them. Go get your own information. When someone offers you an opinion or a belief based on something and you're not sure, you don't know it to also be true through your own verification, ask them what their source of information is. Then you go double check their source and make sure that you have accurate information. You should not be walking around here these days uninformed or with an opinion about anything unless you have your own information. You cannot trust media or anyone else to give you accurate information anymore. You got to go get it yourself. That's the world that we're in. That's the world that we have all helped create through using all these platforms. And that's what it is. So with all that being said, two things for you to do. Text me to get my daily motivation every day free of charge. My number is 305-384-6894. And number two, join my Bulletproof Mastermind so we can start getting strategic about the way you're doing your work. Make sure you're being held accountable and your processes are being held accountable. In other words, are they actually working? Are you using accurate formulas And number three, execution. Make sure you're doing the things you need to do to get the results that you want to get. All that's happening and more inside my Bulletproof Mastermind where I do a live training every single week as well. And we got an ongoing conversation happening in our member community. All that's at workonyourgameuniversity.com. Work on your game. Dre all day. I have a text message line now where every single day from my number, I am sending out a text to everyone in my community with a daily motivation message to keep you sharp, focused and on point to get started and be energized for your day. If you want to receive my daily motivation text to send a quick text right now to say hello to this number 305-384-6894. Again, 305-384-6894. Get my daily motivation text straight to your phone free of charge. 305-384-6894.